Okay, so we did a Zoom gig, which means that we sign up for a gig where you do four to five minutes of jokes. Yeah. And it's on Zoom. <laughs> It's yeah. like a Zoom meeting. Mm. 2020, we lived our lives on Zoom. Yeah. And yeah. why not comedy? Exactly. So all the comedians were in the Zoom meeting. Yeah. And then it was being restreamed on Facebook and some other channels. Actually, the real reason why I'm doing this open mic is that I hope that Gil and Lenny are going to explain why they started the coronavirus and the 5G. Uh, what I'm also really excited is that uh, my gig is about my dog. And for once, I can actually show him uh, to the audience. So this is my dog and her, his name is Francis. You don't really get, you know, what reaction uh, a joke would get because you don't really you know you don't hear feedback or it's no. kind of like it's kind of a weird <laughs> yeah but it also once in a while it's, it's also weird because people are muted and and then they're unmuting to haha and then they mute themselves <laughs> so I was just like are people really laughing or are they just like trying to support me with a haha <laughs> it's like so random yeah, there's, there's a bit of that. <laughs> okay, so we did a Zoom gig. Yes, and I had no idea this existed. So no. it's actually you who introduced it to me. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you can find them on, you, you know, on Facebook. Uh, and then it's pretty much you do one and then people will tell you, you know where they do the other Zoom gigs, and it's 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 always the same fifteen people internationally. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that I found about them is that when we went into lockdown in Switzerland, I thought, okay, let's do let's let's do a comedy show online. So we had we had a main show that we did on Wednesday nights, and then I, I was I that guess, the same thing on Zoom, or was it started on Zoom and then it ended up as a like fully tr produced TV show because we figured out that's the only way to make it Work. funny or watchable. <laughs> yeah, but it started as a Zoom gig mm. basically that was restreamed on uh, on YouTube. I basically advertised my own Zoom gig, mm. and then you know I got people from Malaysia. Gail Rosenberg from Israel signed up for it. Uh, and some people from the UK, and I was like, people from the US, you know, how did, how did they hear about it? Yeah. And they're just basically, they use the Facebook search, Zoom gig, online, comedy, open mic, whatever. Mm. And and they find this way to perform. I met this girl from Malaysia, Juliana Heng. She wasn't there on Sunday, but she's grinding. <laughs> what, what is, uh, what, what do so you mean So she's that? doing a few mics a day. Really? Yes, and she... And then I decided to look a bit into her. Huh? And she was on some Australian competition. And um, 
you know, like some like newcomer competition. And, and she just decided, okay, I'm going to lock down in Malaysia. I'm just going to do, I'm just, I'm just getting my reps in, ah. you know, I'm just, I keep on practicing. And she, she, so she wasn't there on Sunday, but so that's, that's an example of some, somebody who takes this opportunity to just really do a lot of these gigs, yeah. you know, she, she might be doing three, four a day and she's super motivated and she's doing a lot of jokes. That's really cool. But then obviously she's doing a lot of different time zones because that is also yeah, an yeah. advantage, right? Because then you can do so many. Yeah. 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 She stays up until 2, 3 a.m. sometimes to do these gigs. I yeah. mean, she's crazy. But, well, you know. That's cool. Very interesting character. Yeah. What was her name again? I... Juliana Heng. Juliana Heng. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have last comedian for this show today. She's the first Swedish uh, a comedian that performed in Israel. She's originally from Sweden and now she's for in Switzerland. So are you ready for her? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Good, good. But everyone is so small and I was so stressed. Uh, so I had a problem to, to find. <laughs> Uh, to, to find people and look at them during my session. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. This is so exciting. This is the most fun I had. Uh, I wasn't even looking at people because I had not time to memorize my text. No. So I put it in full screen. My wife was like, Ben, can you stop doing gigs when you're not paid? I'm like, I don't want to be paid. I don't want money. I oh, am really? French. Yeah, so I couldn't I see anybody pity. or anything. Or that's why I have no idea how, how long I did. No, because you know, then I then I I minimized my text, and then I saw I saw this text private from Gil. You know, one minute, please. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oops. This is not a way to raise a child. I am such a better father than he is. My child goes to the psychologist eight times a month. I'm clearly doing a better <laughs> One job. One thing that I find uh, challenging it's or that was hard with the Zoom gig was because of the the lack of interaction that is obvious in a Zoom gig. Yeah. Then I couldn't, um, I didn't know what they thought about my joke, so I got really stressed. But I, um, you know, he's eight years old now, so I sort of got used to it. So what I do is just, I go after him, I let him do his thing, and I go after him with the cleaning spray and the toilet paper, and it's pretty much what I do with all the guys that I date anyway, so <laughs> I'm sort of used to that now. And just felt that the need to rush forward, like I, I did my, my punchline, and then I was like, no one is laughing, fuck's sake, and then I was like, just moving on, and instead of maybe taking it a little bit easier that I'm still not good at in live, sessions but maybe a little bit better at live because of the interaction there was this uh, day a couple of years ago in stockholm when we were going to work because i bring him everywhere uh, and we were on the underground uh, in rush hour and you know everyone is standing really close to you and at that time no one wear mask and you were actually allowed to go out in rush hour uh, mm -hmm. and you were allowed to commute to work as well um, yeah, I mean, so that's the thing that you cannot go there when it, with expectations of of hearing something back, and so what I find what I find challenging for 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 me is that of course, so you don't get that, so you know you don't get the rhythm that you normally get in a live gig, 
But then it's also, it's the struggle with yourself, meaning that <laughs> all the thoughts that, uh, people have this more or less, but for me, it's very strong. Like all the thoughts of, oh, they, they don't like what I'm saying. Oh, I'm bombing. Oh, this is not funny. And that 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 mental training I find is very useful for me. And what what I did is because I had you know first of all because I had not mem memorized the text, I needed to have it in front of me. But then instead of just having it on the side or whatever, I just put it in big. Yeah. Uh, in the whole screen. And I would put it, you know, the lines that I had to say as close as possible to the webcam so that it it would sort of look like I'm looking at the webcam and instead I'm reading. Yeah. Guilt. Are you experiencing enough guilt in your life? And then so that it doesn't look like I'm reading, I decided to speak very slowly. There's probably space for more. There must be way that you're failing at parenting or in your professional life or your romantic life. Something must be your fault somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Last topic, body negativity and body shaming. Which you should do anyway in gigs. You should go slowly. Yeah, yeah. I think going fast is a mistake that a lot of people make, including myself. As soon as you're nervous, you want to go fast. You want to get it over with. Yeah. And... For this particular one, I had decided, okay, I'm going to slow down, read my text, but as if I'm performing it. <laughs> yes. There's an acting lesson for <laughs> all of you guys. <laughs> I love how this podcast is turning just you <laughs> laughing at how ridiculous I am. I don't know how I feel about it. <clears throat> all right. I was actually kind of excited afterward and I had this idea about breakout rooms and that we should do like a comedy workshop that you could practice because after I did my gig, I sort of just wanted to do it again and, and you know, because it was so easy in, in uh, not easy to do it, but easy access in some sense. Yeah, super easy access. Yeah, yeah. so they felt like I could just like practice, practice, practice. And even if it was not as... Uh, real as on stage i still got nervous and i still you know did mistakes yeah that i feel that i could correct and that if i start correcting them i will probably get better on stage as well eventually and yeah yeah, yeah i think i think that's a great way to get practice if you're you know if you can't do mics yeah which is the case of most people yeah um and and also you know, it forces you to write for a gig because one of the ways that you motivate, you, I can, it's very hard for me to just motivate myself to write if there's not a gig in sight. Yeah. You know? So, for example, for last, uh, when was it, Sunday? So, for, for the Sunday gig, I knew that I had to come up with five minutes. Yeah. And so, that that forced me to look, it, look into all the different stuff that I had in stock for maybe potential jokes for my next open mic and put together five minutes. Yeah. So now I have this five minutes that I can, you know, draw from, you know, for like a live open mic or maybe try maybe a few minutes at a at a show. Yeah. Whatever. And and it just keeps you writing. Yeah. You know. It's um but no but and and you actually because I wrote in the chat like oh I I rushed uh, and I was stressed because I didn't get any reactions. And then you said something really good, I thought. It's like, you have to own your own jokes. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, true. And that was really, yeah. I thought that was a good, uh, good advice that I'm hoping to do one day in my life. I, I still, <laughs> it's still a, a struggle for me. Yeah. In live gigs or Zoom gigs, but I think that's why it's it's good to do. It's because you don't normally. I am much better once I've heard that the audience likes me. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, ah, oh, you like me? Well, then let me show you what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But before that, I tend to be a bit more reserved. Yeah. yeah. And so and so this is a you know we've talked about yeah this yeah before, yeah exactly think, that was what I was thinking. I think it's yeah. a mistake, but. And so there you have no other choice but to be like, this is what I'm performing yeah. and this is how I'm doing it. Yeah. This is how I'm telling these jokes. And and yeah, you just have to you just plow through them and um, and just, just own what you're going to do. Yeah. Alrighty. One day. Lots of wisdom for, <laughs> yeah. for all of us and our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Clara, it's been lovely talking to you. <laughs> You've just heard episode 10 of How to Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say that again. Clara, it has been lovely talking to you. It has been lovely to talk to you too, Ben. A podcast where you get to follow Ben and Clara as they pursue their respective comedy careers at the up-and-coming English comedy scene in Zurich, Switzerland. Yeah, there's a lot of sheeting that you can do on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. This podcast was produced by Tink and Media. There you go. She barged in. I knew she would do it. <laughs> if you don't want to miss the next comedy shows or perhaps join in on Ben's and Clara's next gig here in Zurich, make sure to follow us on Instagram at, at howtocomedy. In one word. See you next time. Yes. 